0: Go to Acts chapter 16, verse 23. Last week, we talked about football. We talked about what mama never said. We talked about the fact that, um, you know, um, what was his name? The coach, you got to help me out a little bit, that said, this is a football. What's his name? Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi. You know, and he made that statement, and, and it's almost kind of a nutsy statement to look at pro football players and go, this is a football. How, 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 how silly can you get? But what he was saying, in essence, we're going to win and we're going to win. Our, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to the Super Bowl. But we're also going to go back to the basics. And I don't care what you do in football, but you're going to pl- do the basics better than the other team. That's all you've got to do to win a game. I'm going to say that again. Listen to me very carefully. There are no super plays. There's no magic wand. When you get in trouble, there is no wand to get you out of the trouble. Now, let's go back to football for a minute. These guys, we got a couple of guys. I didn't find out till Sunday that uh, the Bevel Boys did not play for South Carolina. They played for Clemson. I, I, I thought they were the same, but I got an education in football. But anyway, I, I got it right after that. So I, I was picking on them, and I couldn't understand why I couldn't get them riled up. I mean, they're just sitting there just looking at me like I've lost, you know, and I'm going, God, I'm trying to get under their skin, and they ain't moving. And then they told me afterwards, we didn't play for South Carolina. I said, well, all of that, all of that trouble I was causing you was for nothing. <laughs> But they will tell you that there's a lot of preparation before the game. Am I right? And somehow or another, and and I'm going to say this, and I'm trying to say it with grace it would do them no good to goof off all year and pray to win. That's right. That's right. They ain't going to win. And yet, in the church, you goof off. And then when you get in trouble, you pray to win. It's like a kid. He does, never studies. Pray. It's test day. No, we ain't praying. I pray you flunk. I pray you flunk and learn how to study, you little, you little goofy thing, you. And the church has somehow or another come around to where if you're just a good person, I'm a good person. I love the Lord. And then, when all hell breaks loose, you're, uh, you go under. Thank you for your enthusiasm there's a, lot of, there's a lot of work goes in there's a discipline to your life and it's, it's, it's every day it's not, it's not the the game it's not the special play it's nothing more than doing basic stuff. Every single day, basic stuff. So last week we talked about dealing with anxiety and I made this statement. I'm gonna make it again. Faith does not work with anxiety in your heart. You can't have fear and faith working in the same person. It's not okay to fall apart. It's not okay. You just don't know what I'm going through and I don't care. I don't want to know about your problem. I want to know about your God. I want to know what you're believing. And I'm not saying that we don't care Your are Everybody has stuff. If you're wanting pity, pick your coffin. I don't shout me down. I'm telling you the truth. Because you're not going to have victory and pity. You can't. If you're going to get offended and get, <laughs> <laughs> life's not working for you. That might be one of the most difficult things people hear because you're, you're so accustomed to telling everybody, I got to tell you about all my trouble. I just want to let no my. You've told the last 10 people the same story. Nobody's been able to help you yet. That might be tough because when you're in trouble, you just want everybody to know how bad it is. But, no, but that don't help you. So we've learned to cast our cares on the Lord. Act like the Bible's true. I understand that. I understand that. But there's victory for you. The greater one is in you. Now go to Acts. Go to Acts 16, 25. At midnight... Paul and Silas were praying and praying and, praying and praying and praying and praying and praying and praying That's not what it says. That's not what it says. Do you know why people pray and pray and pray? Because God hasn't answered. I'm doing good. I'm going to do a little little correction, but the rest is going to be good. So y'all just handle this a minute. When's he going to answer? Well, I don't know. I guess when the answer comes. Well, can I just remind you? Jesus said, whatever you desire when you pray, believe it's granted and you'll have it. At what point did God hear Paul and Silas pray? When they prayed, did he answer them? Yes, Yes, say yes. Then, what's left to do? Sing about it. Joy is proof you're in faith. Joy is a power, it is a spiritual power that you are releasing. Now, I'm going to read the rest of this. I'm going to show you something here. And I want you to look at your neighbor and say, we're going to get it today, baby. Now, look at this. At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. Had the answer come? No. Had God answered? Yes. Has the answer there yet? No. Did God hear them? Yes. How do we know they were in faith? They were singing. Amen. Your faith is manifested by your by your by, by joy. Joy is a sign you're in faith. You're releasing faith. Now, I want to show you something. I'm gonna read this, and then we're gonna go. We're gonna go there. The, the prisoners were listening, and there was a great earthquake, so the foundation of the prison was shaken, and all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Don't you to think about this? They locked them up. Let me read the top of this. I need to read this. I'm going to go back to 23. When they laid many stripes on them, they beat them. They threw them in prison, commanded the jailer to keep them securely, having received such a charge, put them in the inner prison, and fastened their feet in stocks. What in the world is a man of God doing in jail? Satan put him in there. Problems are not a sign you're doing it wrong. It might be a sign you're doing it right. If you have no trouble, you're probably no threat to the devil. My daughter Che and I were talking one time, she's got a neighbor who they don't live for God and they've never had any trouble. Never. Never. Why would the devil bother them? He's already got them going to hell. It's not until you get right with God, get on fire for God, full of God and full of the word of God, you become a threat. Some of y'all need to shout just because you're going through hell. Woo! That's a sure sign right now the devil don't like you but the greater one's in you, right? Now, where is God? You you got it. Say it louder. I want to inside. Where is he? He's inside Paul, right? So, so Ephesians, go go to the book of Ephesians now, chapter 3. If God is in Paul, and he is. How does Paul get God on the scene? Right now in this building, when we built this building, they I guess it's Florida Power. Did they change the name of it? Duke. What is it called? Duke. Duke. Is, did they name that after John Wayne? <laughs> the Duke. Okay. The Duke brought power and put it in a room back there and gave us a breaker box. That's all they did. They gave us power. What we did we ran wires everywhere. We ran it to the AC. We ran it to the lights. We ran it to the sound system. And our switches are designed to make a demand on the power that was given to us. You are full of God. You've got to learn to turn the switch on. For the, the greater, the, the guy inside of Terry whooped every demon in hell inside to think about that for a minute. The guy inside of Paul whipped every devil in hell. You're not without power. But but you might be without flipping the switch. Where's this switch? Since yeah, but how do you get it? How do you get it on? Let's let's read this. I'm gonna show you this. Ephesians chapter three verse verse 19. To know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with the fullness of God. Now, to him who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all, we ask or think, according to the God up in heaven who answers prayer and sends an angel down and touches you on your forehead when you're having a bad day. <laughs> you know how many people are waiting on God? I'm just waiting on the Lord. I'm just waiting on the Lord. I'm just waiting on the Lord. Keep on waiting. You keep waiting. Because he's inside you going, I'm right here. I'm right here and, uh, so how do, you fl- how do you turn this power? On? What, what is it, God? Now, let, let's, let's back up here a minute. Let me, let me talk to you about church. For, Satan is doing everything he can to talk to you to get you to act on what he's saying. Faith in the devil. Amen. God is talking to you to get you to act on what he said you're a spirit your spirit needs to respond not your mind and not your flesh your spirit needs to respond that is why that during a church service the spirit of God will start moving primarily through me I will say things by the spirit to your spirit your spirit needs to respond to that, like, like saying something, and you're inside. Something goes, oh yeah, and you go, glory, hallelujah. You see, we are taking that like that. That ain't that ain't no big deal. Oh, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. What do you you you're, you're full of God and you're full of light, Satan cannot stand in the light. He cannot stand in the presence of God. And when your spirit man goes, glory, you're blowing light out of your spirit all around you. I can only imagine what this church looks like in the spirit realm on a Sunday morning, but there's lightning blows blowing out of the doors of this place. Not only that, it's coming out of your spirit through your body. Woo! Now I'm gonna give you an experiment. I want y'all to do something. It's only an experiment if you gotta have guts to do it. And some of y'all will do it. I know Melanie will do it. Walk into a room where everyone's Quiet. People are sitting very somber and go, glory! What happened over there when I said that? Three quarters of y'all started smiling. What was coming, there was more coming out of me than words. Are y'all seeing this? And your spirit is responding to that. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Your body's getting stronger when when you're, when you're responding to the promptings of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. You are changing everything around you in your body, in your home, in your life. You're you're changing the very atmosphere of the world you're living in. Satan cannot stand in the presence of joy. You sit, now listen, listen to me very carefully, Pastor. I feel like I'm putting on. You are. I've noticed this morning to to our to and it was a good thing. Y'all did something good this morning. You put on clothes. Thank you. Some of y'all, it would be a terrifying sight to see you come walking in here without anything on. And I noticed that God didn't do it. I mean, you got up on your own. And I mean, I know y'all prayed all morning, God, clothe me. No, you just went ahead and went in the closet and just picked something out. And I know some of y'all didn't pray because of what you're wearing right now. I know y'all didn't pray about it. And I noticed that some of y'all put on deodorant. Thank you. You were putting on. How else do you plan on having joy if you're not putting it on? I just wanted God to make me. Well, he's not going to. I went in a church one time as a... I got invited to a black church. I love black churches. Y'all, you guys, black churches will preach you. I mean, you say something, amen, brother. Come on, baby, come on. I, I, I mean, black, black people culturally have a greater sensitivity to spiritual things than white people do. They, Indians and blacks both do. And, and so, so I went in this black church and I'm preaching. And I, and I went it was a Baptist church. And I went in and preached to him on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And it was one of them old churches with pews. And there was this real big black woman sitting sitting right about where Poppy's sitting. And so I'm preaching on it. And so I said, we're going to pray and God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. And this woman, she grabs the pew with one hand and grabs the other pew with the other hand. And and, And the Holy Ghost hit her and she's got her mouth shut. And I said, "Honey, open up." She's going, "I want God to make me, I want God to make me." And I mean, that woman, Holy Ghost is on her. She's shaking the pew. The building was moving. And I'm going, "Honey, open your mouth, baby, open your mouth." And she's going, "I want to make God to, I want God to make me do it. I want God to make." I said, "Baby, He can't get on you anymore. Open your mouth." Finally, she opened up and started, and off she went, and I'm going, "Woo!" and everybody went, oh, we thought the building was coming down. (laughs) I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, well, she had white knuckled that pew, I mean, black knuckled it. (laughs) I guess I don't know what color her knuckles was, but she wanted God to make her. It ain't God unless you make me talk. No, he filled you, you talk. So whenever you're rejoicing, you're putting it on. There ain't no other way to do it. You're responding to the Holy Ghost. Now now I know some of y'all, I've watched you Sunday. You, You just... So let me help you with something. If your spirit's doing nothing your body will also be doing nothing. Your spirit can't jump and your body not. Oh, no, no, go down that road with me. You, you act like you super spiritual because you, you never do nothing. You might be dead. There was a church one time that God died of a heart attack and they hauled 25 people out before they found him. Some of y'all'll get it. <laughs> I'm bad. I know it. I know it. Isaiah 61:3, and I <laughs> put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God, praying in the spirit and the understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. What is it? Put on. The, put on. What are you? You're putting it. Yeah, you're putting it on. You're, you're counting it joy. To console those who mourn, to give them pu- beauty for ashes, the oil of joy in the morning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they'll be called the trees of righteousness. Folks, I have heaviness come on me. Now, I, I, now, let's just get real. I have Sundays I don't want to come. I woke up one morning. and I said, "Honey, I'm I, I'm not I'm not going to church." She said, "Yes, you are." I said, no. She said, "Why not?" And I said, "I don't like them, and they don't like me." And I said, "Why should I?" She said, "Honey, you're the pastor." That's a joke, but you, I don't I don't feel. Like reading my Bible, I don't feel like singing. I don't, I don't always feel. Feelings follow what you're thinking about. If, you don't, if your feelings aren't lighting up, then do something with your thinking. You're thinking wrong. Change your thinking. Don't tell us what you're thinking. Change your thinking. Like you have no control over what you think about. Yes, you do. Yes, we do. So I wake up in the morning and I count it all joy, no matter what. I get up in the morning and go, I cast all my cares on the Lord. I don't have a care in the world. God's got this. The greater is he that's on the inside of me than he that's in the world. I I thank you for the blood of Jesus. I've got authority over all the work of the enemy. And I can hear Lisa in the bedroom getting dressed and she's doing the same thing. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for a great day. Thank you for the goodness of God. We're blessed coming in, blessed going out. We just do this in our life. Why? Because we've learned over time you better. It's not because I'm the pastor. This is how you live. I've been in some battles, I've been divorced. I've been in the hospital twice, almost dead. This is not a game. He's not playing a game with me. He's full intending to killing me. Killing this church, taking me out. It's just that I don't think I'm ready to go. I think I've got a lot left to do. But, I'm, but listen, I'm fighting a good fight of faith. That means I'm going to put on the garment of praise. I mean, I'm going to put on praise. Hallelujah especially when I don't feel like it because I know it's a spiritual force the joy of the lord is my strength i want to be strong in the lord then there's joy all right nehemiah 8:10 Just pop it on the screen. And he said to them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions. To those for, do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Bible has a lot to say about joy. Understand this. Joy is a spiritual force. We're not talking happy. No. <laughs> we ain't talking nothing to do with happy. Happy has to do with what's happening. Yeah. It might be happening, but I ain't operating on happening. I'm operating on happened, already happened. All right, James 1, 2. Let's pop it on the screen. Count it joy when you fall, because you're going to, into diverse temptations, tests, and trials. Why do you count it joy? Because you're going to need it. When you're in a a trial, this is the time you need to get full of joy. You need to sing your way out of this mess. All right. Luke 10. Let me read something out of this little book called The Secret Power of Joy. Pastor, did you get your sermon from that book? No. I I don't know where I get my sermons. I just get them from God. But I read books all the time because sometimes I want to read what other people have to say about it. Now, listen to this statement and and look at Luke 10. Read it on the screen. Look at this. And when the 70 returned with joy and said, even devils are subject to us in your name. Now, they're excited that they're casting out devils, right? And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I have given you authority to trample serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Go to the next one. Nevertheless, don't rejoice at that. Don't rejoice. Listen to me real carefully. Listen to me. Don't rejoice you have a good job. That might change. I'm not saying it will. I'm not making a bad confession. Don't rejoice that you're just healthy. Rejoice that what Jesus did. Learn to fly by instruments Learn to use your faith when you don't need your faith. My God meets all of my needs according to his riches and glory. I say that when I have money and I say it when I don't. I don't wait till I get in trouble to say it. I say it all the time because he meets my needs. Y'all have to understand what it's like to have a business where people don't have to pay. I have to use my faith all the time. Okay. Nevertheless, don't rejoice in this, that your spirits, rejoice in this, that not that the spirits are subject to you, but rather that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life or written in heaven. That rejoice in that. Now, here's why. We were just talking about a young lady a while ago. Now, listen to me. 39 years of age, that's young. But so is 80. Life's short All of your life There's one thing you wake up every morning and go ha, ha, ha. My name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life uh-huh. When I die I'm going to be with Jesus So you know what I might lose the fight But I ain't losing the battle Now let's do something Let's do something for each other When someone around you is going through a battle Don't play Pharisee Well I wonder what they did wrong Don't, don't do that you pray for them. Yes. There's going to come a day when you're going to wish someone was praying for you. Yes. And they may not know everything and you don't know everything, but we have each other. And you've got to start learning to do this because when someone's going through something, it's not a time to sit back and be the confession, the confession monitor. Watch your mouth. That's when your mouth, you're going to watch your mouth. Just get in there and pray for them. Love on them. They need love. Help them out. Just pray and pray the blessings of God on them. When you hear they're going through something, they're coming out of it. They're blessed. Yes. I surround them with faith and love, Jesus. Yes. I thank you that all of their prayers get answered. Just bless them, Jesus. Bless them. Yes. Amen. Yes. Be be compassionate. Be merciful. Yes. All right. Now listen. Listen to this. When Jesus said this, this is what the the Spirit Bible said: the successful mission of the seventy. Caused Jesus to burst forth in a spontaneous demonstration of worship in the Spirit, the Greek word there suggests he shouted and leapt with joy. That's why I hate Christian movies. In Christian movies, Jesus always, bless him, Jesus. I don't think so. He's Jewish, I think he was cutting a rug. I think he was a very joyful man. Wouldn't it be fun to make a real movie? Blow the world's mind. A real Jesus full of joy. I want to do a Samson movie. And I want to find the skinniest guy I can. I want to find a 105 pound skinny kid that doesn't work out at the gym. Because Samson was just a little dude. Oh, never mind. I always, they always find the buff guy to be Samson. It wasn't his muscles. I'm to say something, to all you women. Jesus wasn't all that handsome. Oh, honey, he wasn't Elvis. Ain't nothing but hell, no, right on earth. Some of y'all going to get to heaven and go, You're Jesus? You look nothing like the pictures. Oh, never mind. I got to love them. <laughs> Say hallelujah. hallelujah. I need you to go with me now to James chapter 3. Go to James chapter 3 with me. Let me show you something about it. What's the opposite of counting it all joy? Remember I told you, Satan wants your mouth. I want you to listen to what I'm about to read. Listen to this very carefully. Put little stars around this. Verse 14, 314. If you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above. It is earthly, sensual, and demonic. Where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every. How much? Now, I can't say this for every person. But every person Lisa and I have known that had cancer also had bitterness. You can't play with anxiety and bitterness and be healthy. And they have hospitals where they have laughing clinics. I'm serious. Now, I want you to study this. When Lisa and I I had a time in our life where we were disagreeing with each other, we were also very sick and broke. And I looked at my wife one day, and I said, starting today, this stops. We will not fight ever again. And we stopped it. And we've been 999% successful. Oh, look at me in that tone of voice. I'm still working on her. (laughs) I want you to understand. I just got through telling you that Satan can't stand in the presence of joy. But anxiety attracts him. I mean, if you want sickness and disease and poverty, keep fighting. Keep worrying. Keep fretting. Are y'all out there? Did you go home? You're creating it. God is love. Love made your body. Your body was not designed for anxiety. It will break down. I went to Dr. Colbert one time and I was talking to him. And he looked at me and he says, what you need is some belly laughs. I said, I paid you $500 to tell me that I need to laugh. He said, yes. Made me mad. No, I didn't. I got over it real quick. And I went home and he said, I prescribe red skeleton. He said, what makes you laugh? I went home and started watching funny movies. Don't shout. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I had to get healthy. And I'm standing on the word. I'm standing on the word. I'm in the faith. Well, that's obvious. How do you know when someone's in faith? No, look at their face. There's joy there. If there's no joy, you're not in faith. That's a manifestation of you trusting God. Anxiety is a manifestation that you're not in faith. And you're in fear. That's tough, isn't it? And Satan's sending stuff to get you off of your faith. The wisdom that's from above is first pure, peaceable, willing to yield. I, I, I'm looking forward to the day when I can say something to someone and them not get offended. Oh, my God. I mean, you walk up and make one statement and then there's people in this church I haven't talked to in a year. Because I made one little statement. You might want to make an adjustment. Oh, I never have hurt my feelings. I'm going to start hanging. One of those little things that call them pacifiers, a binky? Word of life binkies. Hand them out at the door. You need a binky today, baby. No, not really. That would not be good. That would not be good. That's for the other church. Look at this. The wisdom from above is pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It's willing to yield. Full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. You think that doesn't affect your health? Absolutely affects your health. So now I'm going to pay another page. Are you all ready for this? Even psychologists today say that laughter is the best way to deal with stress and mental and physical effects. Laughter improves your health, helps your immune system fight disease, lowers your blood pressure, fighting heart disease. The best thing about it is it's one of the medicines prescribed by your heavenly father, the great physician. Let's take a closer look at it. He said, a merry heart doeth good like a what? Yes. A medicine. It's medicine. It's good for you. All right. He said, now now Melissa Beyer in in Healthy Living says this. It lowers your blood pressure. It increases the vascular blood flow and oxygenation puts oxygen in your blood. (laughs) It gives a workout to your belly and your abdomen, your legs, your face, and your... Some of y'all's face needs to smile. I'm thinking you wouldn't have all them wrinkles... It takes twice as many muscles to smile as frown. What are you doing? I'm at the gym. (laughs) Come on, Terry, laugh about it, man. Come on, it's funny. You know, Jordan is here. Um, I don't see him anywhere. He's in town. God knows, but he, you know what his criteria for wife is? She's got to laugh at his jokes. That's why he had not found nobody yet, because ain't nobody thinks he's funny. Justin's going to give him this and say, "Look what Dad said about you during service." You know, sometimes I'm with Lisa and I'll start cracking jokes, and and she'll say. Well, at least you think they're funny. (laughs) I said, I'm just taking my medicine. It reduces stress hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline. It increases the response of tumor and disease-fighting cells such as gamma interferon whatever that is. And T-cells. It defends against respiratory infections, even reduces the frequency of colds. I hadn't had a cold. What's a cold? Ha, ha, ha. This is good, isn't it? This is powerful. Listen, nobody said it had to be difficult. All I'm asking you to do, the whole sermon is about just get old, just laugh about the thing a little bit. Just just to re, just count it joy and rejoice in the Lord and, and press through this thing. Put the devil on the run. Okay, one more. It increases your memory. Some of y'all really need to laugh. <laughs> Learned in a study at John Hopkins University Medical School, humor during instruction led to increased test scores. Improves alertness, creativity, and memory. I did something one time, and I want to tell you all about it. I think it's kind of fun. But, I, you know, th- these guys that hang around me, especially the men, they, they finally came to the conclusion that I'm highly competitive. <laughs> I, I really am. I really am. Um, I'm like Seabiscuit. I don't like being passed by nobody. But when I shot tournament archery, I shot a longbow, and I came in fourth place one year. You know what that means? Nothing. (laughs) It just made me mad because nobody even put my name anywhere, you know. And third loser. And I'm like, they're going down the list, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And and they stopped, and I went. So I decided that next year I was going to win. And I went after it with a vengeance. And the next year, I did twice as bad as I did that year. Now, what I'm about to tell you is so powerful. I stopped having fun. So at the tournament, when it was over, there was another tournament. I took my scorecard and threw it in the trash can. And I said to myself, I'm just going to go shoot and have fun. I shot almost perfect. Because I was relaxed. That's something. And And I went, that's amazing. Because I'm having fun, I'm doing well. Come on, y'all. Some of y'all need to just kind of lighten up a little bit. Maybe medical marijuana is good for something. (laughs) All you dopers used to smoke. Tell me, did. (laughs) Well, I got good news for y'all. You don't need dope, you can put it on now. You can start all by yourself and kick this thing off. Get going. Maybe that's the, the the way it's working. <laughs> also makes you eat a lot. Everything. Okay. Second Chronicles 20 and we're gonna close. Say ha ha ha. <laughs> y'all are doing good. Not as good as first service, but y'all are doing good. <laughs> we're going to read this 20 verse 12 the children of israel had had an enemy come down against them going to going to wipe them off the face of the earth and so the 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 president the king is praying and he says oh god will you not judge against them we have no power against this great sickness We have no power against this great problem that has come against me. I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. What a powerful statement. I have a problem, and it's too big for me. Powerful, right? Now look at what he says now. All of Judah with their little ones, their wives, and their children stood before the Lord, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon Pastor Daryl, And he said to the people of Word of Life Listen all of you and Word of Lifers Inhabitants of Apopka Thus says the Lord Do not be afraid nor dismayed Because of this great problem The battle is not yours It's God's Come on Amen Come on yes. Amen, Amen. Come on. Yes. Amen. Now, Paul and Silas, sitting in jail, they said, God, and a thing we can do about these stocks, and a thing we can do about this jail sale, anything we can do about any of this, but our eyes are on you. Now, they must have been thinking about this story when they were sitting in that jail. Because listen to what they did. Tomorrow go down against them. For surely come up by the accent of Ziz and you're going to find them at the end of the brook by the wilderness of Jezreel. You do not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who's with you, O word of lifers and Apopconians. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow you're going to go against this and God Almighty is on your side. All right, now he's going to give them instructions for the battle. Now, how many of y'all are in something? You're dealing with something right now, major. Now, God has given you the answer to this. Verse 20. So they rose early in the morning and went in the wilderness of Tekoa and they went out and Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Apopka, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe the prophets and you will prosper. And when he consulted with the people, he appointed those who would sing. What? Sing. What? Sing. 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 Sing, but pastor, we've been praying. I know it might be time to start singing. When, when, when Mark took Trina into the room to operate on her, she had a tumor in her brain. She laughed all the way into the operating room. What's she doing? She's releasing the power of God. Ha ha ha! Somebody say amen. amen. This is this is absolutely powerful, yes, is. but simple. We ought to be the happiest people on this planet. How are you going doing today? Ah. <laughs> I gotta to tell you all a story. When I worked construction, um, I worked for guys called Nehemiah Masonry, and we were working on the Aaron Rents building on 436 down near 50 on the other side of town, and um, they were up there building the arches, and all of us. I mean, it's like eight or nine in the morning, ten o'clock in the morning, and um, we're up there. I'm up there just. We're confessing the word and talking about sermons, and and I'm up there just preaching. You can get drunk in the Holy Ghost places other than church. It's not restricted to just here. So I'm up on a scaffold about uh, two scaffolds high, about like the bottom of that little thing over there. And this guy drives by on a forklift. And he stops, and he looks at us, and he says, what are y'all smoking And I jumped up and I said, this is not that which you suppose for it is only 10 o'clock in the morning and this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. What you are looking at up here on this scaffold is not marijuana or bud. This is God the Holy Ghost on us for we are tongue-tucking, devil-chasing, holy rolling Christians. And he went, Oh, and drove <laughs> off. When's the last time somebody accused you of smoking dope? Because you're so full of joy. You know, dopers have a look. Oh, Amen. Oh, yeah. Awesome, dude. Holly Men. You smoking? Ah, uh-uh. ah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and when they consulted the people, he appointed those who would sing to the Lord. And praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army saying, praise the Lord, his mercy endures forever. And when they began, Began to sing and to praise. The Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against the people of Word of Life, and every devil in hell that had been arrayed against the people. For the people of Ammon and Moab stood against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they made an inhabited end of them, they began to destroy one another. What do you think is happening in the spirit realm when you're rejoicing? What do you think's going on? You got this enemy who's come at you to take you out. And when he comes, he gives you a bad report and you go, ha ha ha. <laughs> hey hey hey. Glory. Glory! Woo! Thank you Jesus. I mean, those devils are, they have to bow at the name of Jesus, guys. That devil's going, up, oh, down he goes. You're going, hey, 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 Now, you had something to say. Yeah, in the name of Jesus, bam, down they go again. Everywhere you go, demons are laying flat on the ground around you. You're emitting a spiritual force around you called joy. Yes. It'll heal your body. Yes. It'll change the atmosphere and drive Satan slap nuts. Yes. Now that's not all. When they got to them, they, they stripped the body of all the wealth and went home with money in their pocket. Woo-hoo. Whatever the devil's attacking you with right now, you're about to get richer than you've ever been in your life. Why do I ask you to respond in church? I want you to learn to do this when you're not here. This is a spiritual exercise for life hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Some of the most powerfully anointed services I've ever been in. People would get up and start dancing. I'm telling you, it's whoa, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It's not emotion. Oh, it's not either. It is your spirit, man. He is he is he is flooding you with strength. And you're gonna need it. And next week come back. I need another dose of the ghost. Well come on. I have made a special place for you. It's called in the spirit. It's a special place. No demon can go there. He can't come in there with you. The only one in there is you and I. Ha, 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 ha. When you learn to go in the spirit, you're going in, you're going in to rest, you're going in for refreshing, you're going in to be fed, you're going in to be revived because you're going to go back out into the battle again. Do not take what you're hearing lightly. It's not small. My earth walk, I went in often. In the garden, I went in the spirit to receive strength for the test ahead. God had angels for me. Even Moses appeared to me. In the spirit, I have a place for you. In the spirit, you must come in here often with me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 (laughs) they're going to call you names they called me names they're going to call you names your enemy hates this he has no weapon against it So in order for you to not go there, he is going to call you names to discourage you from coming into my presence. Come anyway. Who cares what they think? Who cares what they say? Care about what I say. Ha, 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 ha. Oh. Hallelujah God is good Stand up on your feet Let's get in the word Let's, Let's just confess the word right now Baradinas from the Thank you Jesus Say Heavenly Father We have prayed And we have prayed Starting today We're going to start singing We're going to count it all joy We're going to win this battle in the spirit by the Holy Ghost. The greater one is inside of me and I release him now with joy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah, Hallelujah. thank you Jesus. Glory to God. (laughs) I cannot be defeated. There's not a devil in hell that can stop God inside of me. But I have learned how to put you to work. I am a doer, not a hearer only. From this day forward, I will learn to balance prayer and praise, knowing they are both very powerful. If you helped Paul, you will help me. Ha ha ha, devil. Ha ha ha, devil. When I was with Dr. Osborne in Botanyia, Colombia, Kevin McNulty took the platform, and when he came back, TL said to him, "When you step in their presence, you own the field." I thought, "Wow! I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a truth here, and, and I want you to hear this: own the room." Own it Your presence You are light Darkness cannot stand In your presence When Satan's attacking you And you're starting to go dark Step away And start counting it all joy You get, your, you get yourself back over there Make it to where When you walk into a home full of strife Or a room full of sickness That you're walking in there full of life. We have this idea that somehow or another God's gonna come down. He came down when he walked in there in you. Own your house. When you get around your kids or your family that didn't live for God, own the room. Keep your conversations right. Don't go down with them. Don't go don't do that. Stay up with them. Say they start on the negative, go, well, hallelujah. God is good, isn't he? Praise God, my name's written in the land's book of life. Amen. You you learn to do this. I've had people, and I'm talking businessmen in a Apopka, I've sat down at a table and they said, what's different about you? And I looked at one man, I said, I'm full of God. He said, well, you're not like any preacher I know. I said, probably not. I said, I'm full of Jesus. I said, he's coming out of my pores. (laughs) He said, well, you don't act like anybody I ever met. They will say that about you. You can practice it. This is powerful. Amen. Own your mind. Own it. You own your own mind. Watch what's going in. I mean, the devil can, you know, the bird will fly over your head, but you don't have to let him build a nest in your head. I have bad thoughts come. Come and go they come in I go I'll shove that dude out this is powerful this is absolutely astounding and I know it's simple but I'm going to tell you something this will make a better Christian out of you a lot of things that some of y'all have dealt with you hear bad reports you've learned over time to go negative train yourself to stop it put on the garment of press. put it on I mean, if you have to make yourself. Now, I said this the other day. That song that Lisa sang, Holy Ghost gave me that tune because he wanted me to sing it. I was going through something and he gave me a song. Not a scripture. A song. To sit and sing. To win the battle. Father God, thank you for this church. Thank you for every person in this room right now. I release them out of here today with the blessing of Abraham on them. Everything they put their hand to shall prosper. All their prayers are answered. They're blessed coming in and their best days are ahead of them. I take authority over all sickness and disease off of people's bodies and say, you can't live in this place. And I commit them into your hand and I give you glory and honor for every one of them. They're winners, the greater ones in them. They love you with all of their heart and they're blessed. Father, we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this powerful message by Pastor Daryl Morgan. We hope it blesses you. If you would like more info on Word of Life, sermons, and free downloads, please go to wordoflifeapopka.com. Thank you, and have a blessed day.